When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0-Take presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 343, the Hot Takes and Predictions episode. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate! Hot Takes! Get your hot takes hit! This is the best. This is, this is what fires me up. You asked me last week, we were like, WBC over, are you ready for this year? This is what gets me ready. I feel back in, I, I feel back. I feel good. You got a little research in me, which you know I don't do. No, not at all. That's not a normal thing for, for NATO. So, uh, I don't know. I dug in a little bit, started to read a little bit. I feel good about my, my predictions. This isn't so like willy nilly try to make a splash kind of thing. I think I'm trying to be. A little accurate, but also I, I got some hot stuff. To I share. forever stay with the gut. I, you'll, I'll bring notes, but at the end of the day, more times than not, I'm scratching those. I'm going with it, the gut. This is pretty much always a crapshoot, anyway. It's paid off. Like, you know, nobody ever runs the table on these things, but like I've had my no. fair share of pretty, pretty impressive picks over the years. I would agree. I would agree. Because what we often do is we'll, which remind me by the end of this, if we don't get to it, uh, or if I don't remember, we need to like pick one or two that we're really going to stand behind, a la my Bryce Harper MVP pick, what mm-hmm. was it, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Like one or two that, like that's the hill, those are the hills we're going to die on. That's fair. I'm cool with that. We got a lot... A lot of stuff to get into, uh, so no no sense in wasting any time. Do you want to just jump right into looking at last year's picks, my friend? You know, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to bring it back up, but yeah, let's do it. All right, let's uh, let's jump into the standing, shall we? 2022, Kyle and Nate sit down for episode, who knows, hot takes, and predictions for the 2022 season. We sit down, we discuss some standings, we discuss some awards. Coming out of the American League East, 
We both had the Blue Jays. Did not happen. The Yankees won. Reverse, reverse psychology on my end. That's all okay. I was looking at. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but when I do that with the Red Sox, I'm the idiot. Yes. Okay. No, logic <laughs> checks out. Airtight. American League Central. Both had the White Sox. Didn't happen. <clears throat> Guardians. American League West. I had the Astros. You had the Mariners. <clears throat> Score one for the good guys. American League wild card. The first seed. The first wild card seed. I had the Rays and you had the Yankees. It was neither. It was the Blue Jays. Second wild card seed coming out of the American League. I had the Red Sox. You had the Red Sox. Whoops. Yeah, big whoops there. Third wild card seed. I had the Mariners, you had the Astros. Neither. It was the Rays. So, not our best showing. Not our best. Not our best showing out of the American League. National League. Both had the Braves. Hmm. Check. Check. National League Central. I had the... We both had the Brewers. Not the case. National League West. Both had the Dodgers. Check. National League wild card seed number one. I had the Padres. We both had the Padres. Wrong. It was the Mets. The preseason universe champion favorites. Mm -hmm. Not the case. National League wild card seed number two. I had the Cardinals. You had the Mets. It was the Padres. National League wild card number three. Both had the Phillies. Check. National League pennant champions. World Series. I had the Blue Jays over the Braves in seven. Tough. I was expecting a movie after the trailer. (laughs) Got no such thing. Got no such thing. Nate had the Braves over the White Sox in, what does I say, five, six? Let's see if I can Tough. enlarge this. Tough. He had the Braves over the, White, over the White Sox in six. Not good. <laughs> but I will say, we, we, we readjusted at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look, we ran through the postseason again, made like a reset, hit the reset yeah, button, is, ran our picks through. Preseason stuff. It's literally so. March. Yeah. We ran we ran through postseason picks again at the end of the regular season last year, and I was near perfect. Not to pat myself on the back, but I was near perfect. You were solid. That's all I'll say. Award wise, we didn't we this was not our best show in 2021 i would say was maybe a little better mm-hmm. we're all, we're due for a good year in 2023 I'm due. yeah 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 i think i'm think we're i'm thinking we're back 2022 awards for rookie of the years we had i had bobby witt jr and bryson stott you had bobby witt jr and say a suzuki not to be the case we had j rod and michael harris the second 
Cy Young, I had Dylan Cease. You had Max, or no, I'm sorry. I had Dylan Cease and Max Freed. You had Justin Verlander and Walker Bueller. There's one. There's one. Most uh, For the Cy Young, it ended up being, if you recall, it was Justin Verlander and Sandy Alcantara. For most valuable player, Rafael Devers for myself, and I ran it back with Bryce Harper. I, I can't help that he misses time, you know? Like, you can't predict can these do, things. Yeah. yeah. You had Luis Robert and Austin Riley. <laughs> it was Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt. But if you recall, if you recall, go back and listen to the episode. I'm not making this up. I said my gut pick, which I should, this, this goes, goes to show you what happens when you don't go with your gut. I said my gut pick was Aaron Judge, but I couldn't in good conscience go with Aaron Judge as my MVP pick. And sure enough, what does he do? He, he, he goes out and have a, has a historic season. So, yeah. We can talk about all the research we want. We can talk about research versus gut, what have you. That's what happened. So there you have it. There's a a quick look, quick follow-up, if you will, on the 2022. Shows we have no idea what we're talking about most of the time. Picks and predictions. I'll say it again. It's the annual reminder. Not even the experts know what they're talking about. How many experts had this year? nobody know. How many experts had this year's Final Four? Bracket was just shambles, just horrendous. So you can sit here and say, how could you pick that guy? How could you pick that team? You don't know. Did anybody have the Phillies going to the World Series last year? No. Did anybody have Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs last year? No. Nobody has any idea what they're talking about. At the end of the day, at least we're transparent about it. At least we admit that. Right. We're not trying to justify anything. We say, hey, hand up. Integrity move. Mm -hmm. That's what we do here. But with that said, talking about all these people that oftentimes come after us, (laughs) <laughs> Let's go ahead and get these people's takes out of the way so we can get these exposed because I'm sure we'll be revisiting some of these throughout the year. Because yeah. I will say there are some things in here. Some I agree with, some don't even know why you entered why you submitted anything because mm-hmm. it's just not gonna happen. I just got done saying you never know what's gonna happen. Nobody knows what's gonna happen, but I can assure you that some of the things in here not gonna Won't happen. happen. Okay. That's just that's just are hot. they hot at least? Again, airtight logic. Are they um, hot, hot? Some are uh, yeah. Yeah. Give me any lukewarm I'll, ones. I'll, well, I mean, so, you're always that that's that's part of the routine with this I episode every I don't year. Like There's always the, the room temperature takes. Those don't do anything for look, me. Look, it's not my job to filter these things. People submit it, I put it Be on the better. Google Doc. Be better, people. They put in whatever they want, I put it on the Google Doc. It's not my it's not I my need place them to filter. All right. Also, don't steal mine. I hope they don't. Memo. That's the name that I I got from the submission. I could be wrong there. Are they writing a memo? No. Hmm. It just said it's just said memo. 
Okay. You know, you go to these profiles sometimes and they don't have their name. Yeah. It's just like just fart. Have, it has their username in the bio. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I see mm -hmm. your username at the top. I don't need to see your username again in the bio. Mm -hmm. Not saying that happened here necessarily, but just a little word of advice. Who's been writing a memo? You never know. Memo says D-backs will be a wildcard team. I don't hate it. I don't I'd hate say it. it. I'd say it's a good way to kick this off. Andrew mm -hmm. says Byron Buxton will be the AL MVP. Shohei will get traded to the National League. Whoa. I can't imagine a, an Otani trade. I really can't. It's so I risky. I like that he added the clarifier there, or the qualifier, because you read Byron Buxton wins AL MVP. You say, well, did Shohei die? Or Yeah, right. And you're like, because he gets traded. Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, did those guys hmm. lose a leg? It's spicy, all right. You, you're, you're, you're big on Byron Buxton this year. I, will, I love Byron I'll Buxton. I'll say that. There have been more yeah. than one mention yeah. Byron Buxton this year, or this this week rather. Honestly, this past week, I'm a big fan. Brendan says Judge won't hit over 40 homers, and Yankee fans will say he is overrated and overpaid. I could see that happening because Yankee fans are about as emotionally stable as Mets fans, and that's saying something. And you can vouch for that. I can't really argue here, unfortunately. I respect that. I respect that move. Brendan says, Brendan also says, Angels trade uh, Otani at the deadline to the Dodgers. Here's the thing. I, I don't hate that take. It has to, whoever is willing to do this trade is, is absolutely fully in on having to be the top bidder and lay out the, the biggest contract. So if there is a mid-season trade for Otani, it has to be followed up with a contract extension in this season. If it waits until free agency and the Dodgers gave up an absolute haul and don't re-sign him, LA could burn to the ground. I can't see a scenario where a team gives up I agree. The farm, quite literally the farm. When you can just to wait. just then let him walk. Yeah, exactly. I don't just see that happening. Wait it out. Put an offer in. Way Which less is why risky. I saw A Rod put out a thing the other day where it was like A Rod's bold takes regarding Shohei. And it was like Shohei will land with the Mets, Dodgers or the Yankees, or the Padres. And I said, oh, really, A-Rod, is there any other uh, <laughs> teams that could afford Shohei that you want to throw into the mix? Like, come on, yeah. dude. Everybody knows that. You think the you think the Pirates are going to swoop in and, and snag Shohei <laughs> and let him take over Pittsburgh? Come on, dude. It's bold. Bold for A-Rod. You could, you could make the argument for just about anybody else, but it's not – like. There's no, there's no Cinderella story here with Shohei. It's yeah. going to be a team that's going to have to, that's going to be able to swing the big bucks. Exactly right. Exactly. Oh, don't right. say bucks. That's not ladylike. Um, Nick says Matt Olson wins NL MVP. 
I like that. I feel like he is going to have a better year. It's not like he had a down year last year, but I think just being settled in, like he's officially home, everything's good to go. He'll be he'll be having a good year, I think. Jeff says Jays versus Braves World Series. Mm. What was that? Ninety? No, that wasn't ninety-three. That was Jays Phillies. Didn't didn't Jays go back to back ninety-two and ninety-three? Who was it in ninety-two that they went up against? Was it the Braves? No. I feel like that's a no. But I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was. It 92. was? Yeah, 92. Braves, Jays. Love Look that. A little repeat of 92. Huh? How about it? How about it? Um, Where are we at? Jacob says, Nate Reyes sleeps on another milestone. In parentheses, Albert never got your apology. I said what I said. What hey, are the do we have milestones coming up? Nothing notable. Nothing big. Nothing notable. I'm chilling. But hey, I'll, I'll chilling. come to your defense here. You you did what you could. You put your apology out there. Whether or not mm-hmm. he got it, that's that's not up to you. You put it I out agree. in the universe. I agree. I mean, I maybe could have helped you out by maybe clipping that apology and maybe tagging him in it. Yeah. But if he's going to get it, he's going to get it. Somebody, the right person. Balls were juiced. I just Balls came to your juiced. defense. Now I have to kind of <laughs> step back and say, it's not really a, an apology if you're if you're prefacing it with the fact that the balls were juiced. Yeah, it's like a backhanded apology. Correct. It's my favorite. My favorite kind of apology. Correct. I'm sorry you're stupid. Back in an apology. <laughs> I'm sorry the balls were juiced. My prediction was wrong. I'm sorry that you're both both acting like apes. That's two. <laughs> count them two office references in the last five minutes. Early. Quick. Early and often. Gotta get him out uh, the way. Jacob also says 40-40 year for Cedric Mullins. The man is gonna raise the bar. Wow. Maybe. Last guy to Camden Camden isn't playing the way it used to play. Last guy to pull off a 30-30 was Cedric Mullins back in 2021, if I recall. 40, though. I'm nervous about the 40 bops. But I I like it. I'm a Ceddy Mullins fan. I was reading something uh, yesterday. No. You know what? I'm not going to say that because that's going to re- reveal some or that's going to expose some fantasy league strategy. So you know what? Okay. I'm not going to do that. Bite your tongue, sir. So disregard. Uh, Rome, Utah didn't have a name. He submitted before. Still haven't gotten the name. That's on me. I should have been more proactive. Says Mets don't get an opportunity to Met this year and coast into third in the NL East. To say that they coast implies that there's no real fight for third place. So that means that the uh, I'm assuming that the Phillies and Braves are just duking it out at the top, and the Mets have a nice cushion there in third place. That's bold. I have no comment. I have no comment. 
Of course, because we have to get into the standings, of course. Um, few more here. Josh says, Andrew Vaughn, top five in MVP voting. Now that you want to hey, talk I about like a dark, dark horse. It's a big time dark horse. I said, I said we wanted the hottest takes for the 2023 That's season. Super hot. That's one of the more hotter ones. Austin says, Orioles this year will be the Mariners of last year. Didn't we get a take like that at the start of last year too? Yes. I I remember a take like That's that. That's a recycled take. Is it? For sure. But was yes. it those two teams? I've heard teams? that before. Absolutely I've heard those two teams compared to each other before. No, I'm I've certainly heard them compare, but I'm saying like I I I would have to go back and see if that was a take that was shared by a listener on this episode last year. I'm like 90% sure it was. That would be fascinating. That would be lazy if it's the same <laughs> if it's from the same person and it's a recycled take. I'm not a fan of that, but hey, we've all been there. We've all been in a year early on predictions before, so it's okay. Yeah, but to run it back almost verbatim <laughs> if it's the same person, again, don't know. I I'd, I'd have to go back and look. Uh Rodolfo says Garrett Cole and Julio Rios will both win Cy Young awards. No comment. We'll get into the awards. Uh, Rodolfo also says the Padres will miss the playoffs. Again, no comment. Ooh. We'll get into the standings. That, that is awfully spicy. That's <laughs> super spicy. Man. I don't think it hit me until just now how spicy that is. Like I, I typed all these out kind of in a blind blind rage trying to get everything on the that Google one Doc. Is, that one's next level. That's certainly next level. Um Jay Tyler Downing Dowling says the Mets will finish third in the NL East. Josh says the Diamondbacks sneak into the wild card. Again, no comment because we are about to get into our standings predictions for 2023. How do you want to do this? You want to go? You want to run the American League? Yeah, sure. Or you want to run the National League? Let's run the American League. You want to start in the West, work our the, way East? The Superior League. I said what I said. I stand by it. Is that what you want to do? You want to start in the West? Yeah, let's start in the West, work our way East. All right. Even though I would prefer to start in the East and work our way West. That East Coast bias. But you know what? I'd rather I'll just do get you, the West out of the way. I'll do you a solid. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk want to talk predictable yeah starting with the fifth spot working our way up that's how we're going to do these divisions we're going to start at the bottom work our way up maybe share some thoughts on certain mm -hmm. races mm -hmm. then we'll just move from one to the next starting at the bottom american league west coming in at number five Oakland A's. Oakland A's. I put a note next to each team, like, and I just, all I did was put same old, same old next to the A's. Any guys that have a good year will most likely be shipped out at the deadline. So, yeah, same old, same old. They're going to be crawling into Vegas with zero momentum. I'm interested to get your take here. AL West, fourth place. 
Rangers. Yeah, all right. All right. Rangers in Respect fourth place. Respect that move. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid this year. I'm Sorry. not ready. Not ready for it. Look, they're doing good stuff. They're on, they're, they're on the right track. I, I mean, their their rotation, the right they added to it. Like, they have depth. They have guys that can eat innings. They, of course, have, you know, a trillion dollars up the middle. Um, young guys, I, I, I like what they're doing. I do like what they're doing. But, you know, it's a very top-heavy division. I don't think it's going to be enough. Um, but keep going. Pat on the back. Keep up the good work. Yeah, no knock on the Rangers, man. I like what you're I, like he said. I like what they're doing on the yeah. right track, but I just I refuse they'll to They'll be better. I think they'll be better than last oh, year. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Record-wise, they'll be they'll be better yeah. really I would say in just about every facet of the game. Yeah. Just it won't won't matter as much though. Not so much. We'll revisit this conversation next year. It'll be yeah. it'll be a different conversation. Yeah. American League West third place. The Los Angeles Angels of no. Anaheim, California. Yep. Nope. Um, definitely getting better. Definitely getting better. Added in, you know, Jury brought in Geo. They really shirt up defense. They have some boppers added to the lineup with Hunter Renfro coming in. I like the moves. I do like the moves. I have more to say on them later, but yeah. Oh, third, third place in the AL West. Oh, maybe a little mm. preview into mm. a little later <laughs> on in the episode. Maybe. Love maybe. that. Uh, uh-huh. Third place for me, the Seattle Mariners. You think they take a dip, huh? It's not that I think they take a dip. I think that the angels, someone else takes just a rise look, man, up. I've been, I have been hounding, hounding the angels for a number of years now. And I had to, you know, I had to take a, I, I woke up this morning. I had to take a look in the mirror. I said, is this the year the angels finally do something? And I asked myself, self, do you see yourself capable of putting the angels and second, and I said, yeah, I do. I'm proud of you. This is a new day, a it's new a chapter. It's a new day, and that's not even that's not even one of the, the standings picks that shows that it's a new me. This is just one of, uh, I would say, a few that I think yeah. might catch, catch some people by surprise here. Yeah. So I've got the Angels in second. Safe to say you have the Mariners in second. Yeah. Both of us have the Astros in first, right? Correct. They're still just so good. Like they're, they're so still good. just really, really, really good. A ton of pitching. Um, anytime you got Dusty Baker at the helm, like it, it's they're they're gonna be fine. Doesn't even matter that Verlander's gone. And as far as the Mariners go, couple decent moves. I think. I think like Colton Wong coming in, sharing up some defense. Bringing in Teoscar, I, I like I like what they have going on. We you talked about, and I won't. Hopefully, you don't have anything about it. But you mentioned during fantasy, like you know, Kelnick, a little bit of a maybe a little bit of a bounce back. You don't know. So 
I do like what the Mariners are doing, but yeah, the Astros are just still dominant. Dominant. I think it's dumb to to assume anything else, right? I I think I said either the start I was it the start of last year where I was quoted as saying, and we talk about transparency here. Mm-hmm. It was either the start of last year or the year before. Just makes me feel like an idiot, but I said the window of of rain. I think I agreed with you on this. Of success I feel like I said this. For the Astros. Maybe you did say it. I thought I said yeah. it. So we were agreeing. We were on the same yeah. page there. I said it was gonna it was gonna come to a close at some point. Yet yeah. it, we've yet to discover when that window was gonna end. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't get it. So I'm I'm I learned my lesson. I'll say that. I learned my lesson. I'm not gonna I'm not that, that lineup is just nuts, bro. I'm not writing the Astros off. I'm I'd be an idiot too. Yeah. I think that was just like the inner bias of wanting them to fail. It ain't happening. I mean, I guess, but if you if you go back and listen to what we were saying, we were very much on board with kind of putting a bow on that whole thing and moving on sure. because it it just got old, like hearing the trash can jokes. It was like sure. Okay, the jokes were funny when they first came around. They ran their course. They were still a little funny at the end, but then we got to the point where it was like, we're still talking about this. Yeah. We're still making the same jokes and references here. Like Six if you, years later. Yeah. Like if you want to talk about it, so be it. And I'm not, I'm not saying forget about it. I'm just saying, come yeah. up with some new material, like take a different angle. The trash can thing just got old. That's all. Yeah. With that said, American League Central starting at the bottom. You want to run this one? Fifth place, I've got the Kansas City Royals. I'm assuming our four and five are the same. I have the Detroit Tigers. Um, I just put a little note next to Tigers, and I said, Javi ain't it. He ain't it. That was a, that was a bad contract. It's a bad look. Um... Gonna try and watch as much Miggy as I can, though. Nice little farewell sure. tour. Hopefully, everyone handles that well. Big fan of, I'm a big fan of the announcement before the season, just so we can all lock it in and and enjoy and enjoy like you know the last mm-hmm. few moments that we get. So, yeah. You meant you mentioned Javi. Would you agree? This just came to me. But would you agree? That the Tigers were pulling a Padres before the Padres pulled the Padres. You could even throw the Giants into that conversation to where there's pieces available. You don't really get the guy that's the absolute mm. best fit for your team, whether it mm. be interests don't match up, contracts don't match up, or money doesn't Roster. match up. And they go, okay, we'll settle with Javi. Mm-hmm. And they just they they throw money at Javi. Yeah. You could make the argument that that's what the Padres and Giants are doing, albeit they're getting better quality individuals yeah. with these reaches, if that's yeah. what you want to call it. But you could you could make the argument that the Tigers pulled the Padres slash Giants before the Padres yeah. and Giants pulled Padres and Giants. Either way, it's not good. 
Not a deal. Not not it. Um, so you have Tigers at four, I'm assuming, right? Tigers yeah. at four. Coming in at three, I've got the Twins. No real explanation for me except the fact that I just don't believe in the Twins. Never really have. We've seen it play out time and time again. Even if they do something worth talking about, it amounts to nothing once mm-hmm. the calendar turns October. So I have no reason to think that with the moves they made this offseason that it's going to amount to anything more than a third-place finish in the division. Yeah. Good pitching, good defense. Still won't be able to hit. Collectively, anyway. So, yep, same spot. And stop trying to sell me on target field. Ew. Or no. Minnesota as a whole. Uh, no. 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 I'm sure I, the people there are great, but yeah. stop trying to sell me on that as like a baseball town. No. It's cold. It's bitter. It's windy. The ballpark is massive. No. Nope. The seats are like way far away. I'm out. I'm out too. It's I like agree. a massive arena. I don't know. Thanks. Yeah. Coming in in second place. Should we say it on three? Sure. One, two, three. White, White Sox. Sox. Right on. All right. All right. Um, First off, the second we bring up the White Sox, I just want to say like all every ounce of thoughts and prayers that we have as a podcast go out to Liam and Absolutely. his family like. He's going to beat this thing anytime soon. He's just, he's that guy. Dude, it's speaking not, not going to take him down. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just about to bring it up myself. Did you see Lance Lynn's uh, comments recently? He was on, Mm-mm. he was on a podcast and I think he said um, that if all goes well, I want to say that the team hopes to have him back by the end of May, some point in June. It I would be the most electric comeback. Would be so sick. And that, I mean, he's Australian, dude. Australians are tough. Like they Different just, breed they, down there, man. They just, they battle through like giant spiders. They battle through super hot stuff. Um, I don't know what else is in Australia. I can't imagine the food is great. He said the sausage thing that he eats all the time is good. But the dude's just tough as nails. Um, And he's even like a better human being. So yeah, he's going to be a okay. I hope he comes back. It'd be amazing if he comes back this year. Anybody in a fantasy league, don't worry about picking them up. I already snagged them this morning when waivers became available. So you're welcome. Cause I'm counting on a comeback and I know he's just going to strictly come back off and, of Lance Lynn's comments <laughs> and nominate the league. Well, I'm just, I slide him in my IL spot and wait for him to make yeah. his comeback. And then he's going to tear the league up. So yeah, brilliant move on my part. American League Central champions, the Cleveland Guardians. Yep, 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 yep. Rotation is just stacked. Um, I, I really like the uh, additions of Josh Bell and Mike Zanino. I think Zanino is one of the underrated additions. I know he barely played last year. Uh, I, I'm a fan of Austin Hedges defensively, but you got to admit that Zanino is a big upgrade. Um, offensively, I think Josh Naylor is that, you know, that spark plug can pretty much slot anywhere, but I think we can all agree Josh Bell is a better first baseman. So yeah, I mean, plus he got Tito all year, so they're running it back for sure. 
Cleveland's the real deal. Yeah, I think I I think I can speak for you here and say that you and I have been a little little no iffy about them. About the top of the central over the last few years. Like there hasn't truly been like a clear cut favorite year in yeah. and year out. But at least this year, I'd like to think that it's a little more clear in terms of standings yeah. outlook, season outlook than in years past. Well, I mean, I made a note about the White Sox that like they added Ben and and they added Clevenger, but like how much better did they get? You know what I mean? I mean, it's safe to say Benny is the better move of those two, but for sure, Benny's not going to win you a division. So yeah, Ben and I, I don't know. I just I don't see a lot of depth there, but I see that just like really young, solid talent in Cleveland. I don't think Stephen Kwan is a fluke. Our boy T Mac, I think, is going to bust on the scene this year. Dude, I, I hope is I may come back to regret saying this, but I feel kind of good about Plesak this year. Like the the our 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 guys, former interviewees mm-hmm. of the three outs, mm-hmm. T Mac, Plesak. I feel yeah. I feel good about that duo but, this like, year. Like, look at that rotation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Bieber, Quantrill, T Mac, Plesak's like at that point where he doesn't have to be a stud; he can just kind of get it figured out. So I hope he does. Yeah, I like I like what they're doing. Hundred percent. I like it. Uh, American League East at the bottom. Um, and it's not even to like throw shade or just be mean. I think just the, the Red Sox, they, they, they did make a couple, couple moves, but like you, you know, with Trevor story being out on the 60 day, I don't even know. I mean, I'm assuming it's at least a post all-star break comeback from him. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing against Kike, but like being an everyday shortstop is just a different beast. So I'm curious to see how well he fills into that spot. And um, I do think Yoshida is going to be good for sure. But man, Corey Kluber being your opening day starter, it's just like, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. No, I mean, there's... There's way I've said it before. There's way too much that has to go right for this to even get you into the postseason, mm-hmm. much less do anything in October. Yeah, and I just don't. Over the course of one sixty-two, I can't see everything that has to go right for the Red Sox going right. I just don't see it. Yeah, you talk about like the other divisions. There's at least those top two teams in each division that are miles ahead of the Red Sox miles, you know? So I just, I I don't, I don't see them being able to get any kind of magic stuff going on, whether they finish four or five at the, in the division, it's a different story. It's probably splitting hairs, but I just, yeah, I don't think they have what it takes to get there. So you have them at five. I -hmm. have the Orioles at five Red Sox Mm -hmm. at four, but let me explain. I know I just said everything I said about the Red Sox. I'm not going to say that I don't believe in the Red Sox because I don't want that to come back and bite me later in the year if if things just 
you know, happened to go right. <laughs> I'm not going to go on record as saying that. I believe in the Red Sox from a standpoint of the guys in that clubhouse. And again, I'm, I feel like I'm just repeating myself at this point. I'm still pissed with the front office for what happened with Xander, so on yeah. and so forth. I just, believe I shot this that it's the weird additions last year, the buyers you, instead of sellers. It there's a whole lot of strange. You're stuff. acting like a middle market team, and yeah. just please spare me on the. We're making moves to improve the team. Like no, we're not. We're not the Kansas City Royals. We can afford to pay people. So stop trying to like chump change me with these moves <laughs> that like would have been great in 2017 yeah i don't need like i don't need to hear that with that said i believe in the guys in the clubhouse that they're probably looking at each other they're probably not pleased like entirely pleased with what happened this offseason but i think they're gonna get together rally around themselves and say we can at least be better than what's expected of us mm -hmm. and that to me would put them slightly above the orioles not because i'm ragging on the orioles or anything i think the I think what the Orioles have is a they got a a, a bright future with that core. Mm -hmm. But like we talked about, I wasn't all that thrilled with what the Orioles did this offseason either. Like I thought right. you really could have made a, a a big splash with the with the free agency addition, but you just didn't really do it. So I'm gonna take a team that I think for at least the first half of the season is going to be playing inspired baseball. And that's going to give, that's going to give me the Red Sox at four American league East at three. I've got yeah. the yeah. race race. Yeah. Yeah. And I have my first bonus hot take. This will be Kevin Cash's last year. Whoa. As the Rays manager. Whoa! You think they're yeah. gonna be fed up with the? I think the mediocrity, up, the mediocrity, not being able to get over the wow. hump. Conversations about expansion or switching cities. Yep, 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 yep. Kevin Cash's last year as their manager. Um, so safe I, to say, Kevin Cash is not your American League Manager of the Year. Safe to say. Safe to Process say. Process of elimination. It's down to 29 teams for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, you have your, you have your guys that are really good. You know, you got your Wander Francos, you got your, uh, you got your Randy Rosarenas, but I don't know. I don't know. Just not enough. And I think, I just think they haven't done enough to hang with the Jays and Yankees. So, yeah. Little slip there. Are you working your way up the rest of the ladder there? Are you going Jays two, Yankees one? Safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. Safe to say. Likewise. Likewise. Little so tip of the cap to the Yankees. Almost, almost the same AL East predictions. Um, yeah, I mean, just touching on the Blue Jays, like... So I think I think interesting moves that maybe aren't super advancing, you know, moving on from Teoscar and Lourdes Gurriel, but they do have three center fielders now. 
with Kiermaier, Springer, and Varshel. So a lot of athleticism in the outfield. I think it'll keep Springer healthier, putting him in right versus playing in center every day. So you're probably going to see a full season from him. And then, um, you know, adding in Chris Bassett to the rotation that that definitely needed some help. Um, the bullpen is still a concern for me there. But uh, and then two hit wit. I think everyone's forgetting that, that you know, he's he's been added to that lineup. I, I like what they're doing, dude. They have a, a dangerous lineup for sure. And they're going to play really good defense. If Bobachet can flip that, flip that switch, flip the switch, turn the page a little bit, be a, be a little better defensively, kick it in the next gear. Let's go uh, National League, and then we'll we'll uh, get to our playoff predictions, our seeding, and all that. You want to start? You want to start East? Go West for NL. Yeah, let's go East. All right. Starting at the bottom for the National League. Safe to say, Nationals. Really not yeah. much to say there. Nope. Uh, hopefully the team is sold. Hopefully they just blow the whole thing up and start from scratch. Because I got I got to say, they do have a couple of pieces. I've said it before. I'll say it again. A couple pieces that I'm excited about. Kiebert Ruiz, Josiah Gray. I think Josiah Gray, with, with time, with development, I don't think it's going to happen in D.C., but if the right mm-hmm. team can can get him at some point in his career and develop him. I think he's got some pretty electric stuff, uh, but nothing nothing to write home about if you're the Nationals. Yeah, I did say better than last year. That was my note next to them, but not by much. Not by much. Maybe a couple games. Maybe. Yeah. Um, National League East, fourth place, Miami Marlins. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, look, they they brought it. They made some interesting moves, and they've, they've brought in some depth. I don't know if the Pablo Lopez for for Arias trade made a ton of sense for me um, on both sides, but uh, you know, signing some depth with uh, with Yuli Gurriel, Joey Wendell, bringing in Gene Segura, like you know, there's some veteran presence there. It comes down to if Jazz is gonna have a good year in the outfield. I think he will. Um, rotations you know obviously solid still so it's just it's again it's a very top heavy division and and i'm gonna see i'm I'm gonna need to see a lot a lot more than bringing in you know a couple 32 plus year olds to uh to play every day national league east third place I agree with our with our followers, man. New York Mets. I got them in third. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My notes here. Can Jeff McNeil recover from the WBC? Um, what are they going to do with the closer role? Is that a platoon? You got Adam Ottavino. You got David Robertson. Both Yankee just <laughs> wash-ups. So I don't know what that spot is going to be like. Yeah, man. Justin and Max leading the rotation still going to be good. They're still going to have a, I mean, they're still going to be a good ball club. As much crap as I like to give them. They're still going to be a good ball club. But um, I, I don't, I, yeah, I still don't believe. Sorry. 
So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this little bug in your ear. I did have a note here at the end to ask you to pick a race, one per league. It can be mm-hmm. at any point in the division. It can be between a third place and a fourth place team. But I wanted you to pick a, le- uh, pick a race between two teams in each league that you labored over the most. Like when it came down to like placing them in each, each division, mm-hmm. which ones okay. are the hardest for you? I, I want to say for me, this for the National League, at least, this was the this most challenging for me, was the Mets over the Phillies for second place or third place. I ended up having to go with the Phillies third, even though the Phillies still excite me in a very similar fashion the way they did last year. Go back and check the receipts. But I and I know, like you like you said, we we trash the Mets and for good reason. They they get in their own way about every chance they get. Yeah. But with with everything that's happened, I feel like something has to give. I feel like they're just going to will their way into a second place finish. I still don't think they're, they're going to be complete enough of a product to, to win the division. Mm -hmm. But I think at a certain point you invest so much money into it that like analytics and all that just goes out the window and the dollar signs kind of take over. And again, I'm not putting them in first, but I'm going to give them that slight edge over the Phillies just because I, I can't wrap my head around a situation or a scenario to where the Mets, who are worth six gazillion dollars, finish in third place in the East. And I, and I know we talk all the time about how how chemistry more times than not outweighs how much mm-hmm. money you put into a team. But no team is doing what the Mets are doing. Like they're just on another planet. So that's why that's yeah. why I give them the exception here. I, I I go Phillies three, Mets two, and by default process of elimination here we go Braves at one. And I yeah. I I think they're just going to continue their. I mean, they, their they're theme, the same team, and of, they got better. Right. It's like yeah, you have a fully healthy Acuna, Sean Murphy into the mix. Like I. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, dude. Like they're they're gonna be a okay. They're gonna be really good, and they're not gonna skip a beat without Dansby. A okay. A okay. The A okay. For the A. For the A okay. I would have liked a little bit of of uh, a little bit more clarity in the shortstop category, but you know, mm. I think yeah the rest of the diamond is, is filled out well enough to where they mm-hmm. can get by until, you know, yeah, I agree. comes back or, or whatever it may be, but I, I think I agree. it'll be all right. I, I think that's, that's the consensus amongst Braves fans, right? That eventually that'll be his full, his job, right? Von Grissom's job. I would assume so. That would be my guess. Yeah. So, but there I mean, seemed to be just... a lot of excitement surrounding him like a month ago. You're you're basically a an all star team all the way around. Yeah. So yeah. National League Central fifth place. I have the emoji with just like the flat eyes and the flat mouth, just no expression. Reds. Yes. <laughs> so yes. And, I, the and then I said I said Alexis Diaz is cool though. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. And, yeah. And I don't. 
and Joey Votto is is a guy, you know. It, it, yeah, a guy. It it seems like he's being more vocal and fun, and and I think that it's going to be a fun team. They could do some fun things. They maybe have a weird fifteen game you know win streak stretch that they have something strange like that. But um, yeah. Nothing, nothing to write home about. I'm sorry. I do hope Jonathan India wasn't that rookie year wasn't a fluke. I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd yeah, like to see the the norm out of him and see what happens. Um, and I hope Will Myers has like such a good enough first half that he gets dealt to a contender. I'd like to see him get a real true chance in a, in a solid lineup, be it everyday guy. So yeah, I agree. That would lead us to have the Pirates coming in at four. Slightly above. Slightly above. But they've gotten better. They have. I like what they're doing. And I, I the McCutcheon coming back thing, like that does something for me. It really does. They like, the pit the to me at least, the Pittsburgh Pirates similar to who was it that we were just talking about? The Rangers. Similar mm-hmm. to the Rangers. They're on the right track. But for me, at least, the Pirates are on the right track. They got better in a much more microscopic way than the Rangers have been getting. Yeah. But the the blueprint there, the the path forward is still similar. So unclear, right? Well, it's similar in, in the sense that they're getting better like a, like a Texas Rangers team is. But you just didn't do enough for me to really move the needle for me to have you anywhere else in the division besides where we have you and that's fourth Mm -hmm. yep cubs at three cubs at three um are we sure we didn't do these standings together did we talk these things through and i just forgot we're agreeing on a lot of this there's only a couple tweaks that we have um yeah i i think i think they're they're starting to change that direction again I do think Dansby can be that 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 next that newer group of core that they can start to build and and have fan favorites around. Um I like Seiya Suzuki. I think he's gonna continue to do well. Um Ian Happ sticking around, playing playing solid both sides of the ball. And then I I mean I, I like Belly. I really think having a chance to just get a new look, I, I think he's going to come back and do pretty well. I don't know if he ever reaches the MVP status again, but I, I think you're going to see a lot better production out of him. So, but uh, still just no rotation. Um, it's an addition of Jameson Tyone, but like it, you know, we, we need a lot, a lot, a lot more for anything out of that. Sorry. The this is for me one two goes back to the conversation we were having about the Astros and in a similar sense the Guardians mm. to where I've just kind of played around too long. You know, I, I've dabbled in a little Brewers love, but yeah. at the end of the day, I. I just have to go with the common sense answer here and and not try to get overly cute with this. To me, this is the Cardinals division. Yep, I agree. And so I've got Brewers at two, Cardinals at the top. Yeah, 
I do think the Cardinals will probably add an arm to that rotation. Um, I saw Wayno's out for a little bit, but yeah, I you know Jordan Hicks coming back. Uh, the wrote the the uh, lineup is still is still studly, but the addition of of Contreras is just going to be. It's odd to say an upgrade from Yachty because it's like that's you're stepping in dangerous territory when you say that. But end of well, career Yachty versus prime Contreras, right, you right. know what I mean? Yes, there is a bit of an upgrade there. Yeah, you can look at performance. You can look at you can take the names away. Look and at just numbers, go numbers on yeah. paper. Yeah, and there's a conversation there, obviously. But where you get, I think, where where Cardinals fans get upset, or is when you start comparing clubhouse impact legacy yeah. stuff like that. it's like no like we're sure. n- right, right here right now we're not talking about that yadi yeah. was obviously a, a goat in that regard into what yeah. he brought a city but on paper like cardinals fans should not be upset with with the guy that's behind the dish this year for them he, yeah he's gonna do ju- he's gonna do more than fine believe oh us. yeah yeah and you know i mean you have perennial mvp candidates perennial gold glove winners on the corners i think lars Newbar is going to pop off just had a dope spring gain like a million followers it's it, insane dude. yeah dude like i i just i like what the cardinals are doing but they are going to need to go get somebody i think and the brewers brewers just i mean same story it's the same story every year yeah. they don't have a lineup they don't have a lineup i don't get it they don't make any advancements. They don't do anything new or different. It's just, it's the same story. And I imagine one of those guys in the rotation is gone. I think Burns or Woodruff, someone's going to make a move to go get them. And when we say, I don't know about you, but when I say second place in this division, I'm going to go ahead and say it's it's at least five games or more of a gap. A sizable gap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one last note on the Cardinals because we we moved on from the Cardinals pretty quick. I do think Tommy Edmond is going to be even better than he was last year because he's been he's been like he he had a little bit of a lull there for a bit, but yeah. overall, dude's been a stud the last few years mm-hmm. or last couple years, and I think he's going to get even better, especially having another year under his belt playing with with Nolan Goldie guys like just being around that pedigree of baseball player you can't help but is get is better. he the is he the everyday shortstop yeah right i think so it have to be they're not still messing around with paul DeYoung, are no, they no 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 i hope but not. i mean that that's the that's another great thing about edmund you can put him literally anywhere in the lineup anywhere on the diamond yeah um. Yeah, he's slated well, they, to be. They have like Nolan Gorman. They have Brendan Donovan. So yeah. there's, I think there's a little bit of like this rotation around second base. So yeah, I think it makes sense to have Tommy Edmund every day at short. And that'll be to me if you can give him that confidence of maybe saying, "Hey, like this is your position. Run with it." Very similar to an Austin Riley scenario with the Braves yeah. at third base, where you know he Here's can bounce around. This yeah. is your spot. Run with it. And look what happened the very first year that they give him the yeah. green light to take over a position 
for yeah. the entirety of the season. Something about stability for these guys that yeah does it wonders works. for confidence. Uh, but back to the Brewers. If I if there was an image that I could assign to my thoughts about the Brewers, it's that interview they did post game with, or I think it was post game. Yeah, about the hater trade. Yes, Devin yeah. Williams and Devin <laughs> Williams just looking around, going, "Dude, I don't, I don't know what's going on." Yeah. That that I'm gonna take a mental screenshot of that and just assign it to the Brewers for the entirety of the season and for the foreseeable future because, like. Yeah, sure. You've got a pretty sweet like playoff experience. The freaking Miller Parker, great American family, good insurance. time ballpark insurance, Tricky unlimited cheese. American incorporated ballpark is is cool and all that. Mm-hmm. But like, no, it's it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. And you haven't really shown any sign. The Pirates yeah, have seriously. shown more interest in getting better, albeit. At a very microscopic level, the Seriously. Pirates have shown more interest in, in improving their ball club. The Brewers, I, I don't know what they're doing there. So Devin Williams, mental screenshot, that's the Brewers. Um, NL West, starting at the bottom. Rockies. All I have next to them Rockies. is just a little trash can. So garbage maybe, ownership. Maybe put like the little mountain emoji. Yeah. A, like the beer bottle or something. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage ownership. Uh, until that changes, this is your story. I'm sorry, and you can have your little flash in the pan of of short success, but like it, it doesn't make any sense. You you started this trend when you extended Nolan and then immediately put him on the trading block to piss him off. So this is you're just you're just living your karma for the next few years until ownership changes you're at the bottom sorry trash number 4 number 4 this might uh this is going to ruffle some feathers for this sure this is going to ruffle some feathers i think you are you and i on the same page with this are division we? too the giants Unreal. at 4 the giants at 4 dude yep 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 and yep, i yep. and i'll i'll flip it to you cuz i know exactly where you're going Positional yeah. log jams. Seriously. If you're the Giants, like no clear vision. And and sure, depth is depth is great and all that. Depth's health, helpful to have. It's a good problem to have. But when you're like <laughs> if you're the Giants, you're you proactively you went out and created this problem for yourself to not have not knowing who's holding it down in the outfield. Like this wasn't a thing where you just developed guys and you had so many prospects no. blossom at the same time. And you said, Oh, what are we going to do? You went out actively and were like, we already have some outfielders, but we're going to go, we're going to go snag a couple more. We're even going to throw our hat in the ring for Aaron judge we missed out on Aaron judge, but let's go, let's go add to our outfield depth. Something that we don't necessarily need at the moment. We could possibly do without for the time being, but let's go out and make ourselves, let's make a problem for ourselves. Seven outfielders. Seven that you could argue are probably everyday guys. Michael Conforto, Luis Gonzalez, Mitch Hanniger, Jock Peterson, Austin Slater, Lamont Wade Jr., and our dear friend, Mike Yaz. What are we doing? What are you doing? There's no direct, there's no clarity. There's like, I don't understand. I don't understand what 
makes you think that this is going to work? How? So, yeah, that's all I got to say. There's no identity. That's what I put next there. No identity. Coming in at three. Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. This was this was one of those gut feels for me, you know? Like yep. I I sleep on these picks for like weeks at a time. Like I, I labor over the, over these decisions and every just about every year, there's one or two teams that kind of blossoms to the top for me. Mm-hmm. And it kind of rises to the top and I go, you know that's the team that I'm going to kind of get behind this year. Not from like a support standpoint, obviously, but that's the team that I'm going to get behind with a pick and say, you know, maybe this is the year they take a leap. Last year was the Phillies. Yeah. I'm I'm not making that up. Go check the receipts. This year, I'm not saying the the D-backs are going to the World Series, but to me, the D-backs have a very good opportunity in front of them to make a leap within their division especially considering the Dodgers are kind of, I mean, the Dodgers are still good, but definitely safe to say they took a step back from last year. Right. So I think there's a little bit more wiggle room for the D-backs this year, especially like we just talked about Rockies trash giants, no identity. Yeah. This is a, this is a prime opportunity for them. And the balance of, of the, the schedule this year, yeah, you know, yeah, not having absolutely. to not having to just get beat up by those top two teams in the division every year. So a little bit of balance there. Um, the additions of um, Gabriel Moreno was, you know, a top prospect in MLB. That was that Var Show trade. Christian Walker, I think, is wildly underrated. Um, Guriel coming in, playing left for him. Corbin Carroll is the fastest dude in the league. They're they're doing good stuff. Rotation is probably still needing some help. I think Mad Bum's slotting at that three spot, I believe. Right? Between after uh, after Gallon. Yeah, let me check. And uh and oh boy, he just pitched for USA. Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly. Yeah. So they need a little help there. Pitching wise. Zach Davies at four. Yeah. Okay. That's not terrible, but yeah, still, still not enough to get to, but absolutely taking a big step forward. Big step forward. Exciting things. Exciting things happening for the Diamondbacks. Giving that extension to Corbin Carroll, agree or disagree um, of whether, you know, those guys should be getting them that early or not. It's, you know, I think it's a moot point because the, the talent that he has is gonna is gonna show up. He's gonna be good. He's exciting too. He's an exciting watch. Anytime he that guy hits it in the gap, we watched him at spring training and he turned a Literally routine a- routine ground ball single to right field that turned into a double, right at the right fielder. It wasn't like a had to move up the line or into the gap. It was right at him, double. So yeah, future's bright for that kid. So because of that singular double. That alone put them in third place for me. That alone. Yeah. 
You think we're joking? That definitely played into my pick. I was like, you know what? This Corbin Carroll kid is pretty good. Maybe yeah. he could maybe he'd lead him to a third place finish. I like it. It's as easy as that for me sometimes. Yeah. It, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Um, where are we at here? Uh Two. second place. I mean, come on, dude. This is a no-brainer. The LA Dodgers. LA Dodgers. The Padres. I, Finally did enough. Yeah. <laughs> Finally Just sign did enough. everybody. Spend Just all the money. Throw all of the cash at the wall. See what sticks. Yeah. See who comes back to you. Even if that means signing multiple guys through their early 40s. Mm-hmm. Do what you have to do to ensure that you're no longer, at least for 2023, I won't say for the foreseeable future, but for 2023, that you will not be dubbed the little brother of the National League West. Yeah. So credit to the Padres for finally, finally doing what they had to do. I know they've had they've had a a bright bright squad the last couple of years, but there what was it twenty twenty one? We were on eighty win watch. Mm, yeah, the last week of the season. Yeah, came up just short, if I recall. Yep. I think they finished with seventy nine wins. Yeah, what started out as a joke, I said we're on eighty win watch with the Padres, thinking they'd finish with like eighty six, eighty seven. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure they literally finished with seventy nine wins. Yeah. Double check me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Last year, good a good step forward, a good yeah. rebound from twenty one. This year. No longer the 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 younger brother of the West, and I think like just to just to elaborate a little bit more, and I know we have a lot of Dodger fans that are listening. It's not that they're a bad team. We're talking. I'm gonna go ahead and assume probably a 95, 96 win Padres team and like a 92, 93 win Dodgers team. That's gonna be a tight finish, and that's even with all of the. Unadvancements, steps back that the Dodgers have been taking. Losing Gavin Lux sucks. I was I was kind of hoping for his chance, his opportunity to come in and and just be the guy. I'm starting to see a pretty big decline with Max Muncy. Freddie's still Freddie. Mookie's still Mookie. Will Smith is still Will Smith. Um, but yeah, I mean Walker Bueller not being here, the rotation, you know. It's going to need help. So it's not like they're a bad ball club, but I think it's very obvious that they're just they're just waiting for Otani. They're just waiting. They're just biding time for, for Otani. So um, if it means they're, uh, they're not winning this year's division, that's what it means. And the Padres, you know, I, I think Soto being on, on the brink of getting a, an, a, ridiculous contract i think he goes absolutely nuts this year um and tatis has something to prove you know what i mean tatis has something to something to show and i i just kind of had this thought process that i wonder if tatis takes like an alfonso soriano type career path where swing decides to swing a 50 ounce bat well that and the fact that you know he started out as a solid middle infielder and 
got moved and lost his position and had to reinvent himself in a new way and left. So I'm curious to see if left field or outfield Tatis in general is the Tatis moving forward or not. But the lineup's stacked. I will say I gotta throw sick. Gotta throw some love to my guy Xander Bogarts. It's funny. It's funny. Nobody wanted to listen to me. I said for a good stretch there. I I was of the belief that Xander Bogarts was the best shortstop in baseball. And then Fernando Tatis comes on the scene and said, no, this is the guy. Mm -hmm. This is the guy. And it's (laughs) funny how in 2023 we're moving Fernando. And I get it. There's, there's more in the equation there, but I just think it's funny how we're fielding a Padres team saying that they're going to win the division. And we're looking at a situation where Fernando Tatis is being moved around the diamond. And for the next However many years of this multi-year contract for Xander Bogarts, he's going to be holding it down in the sixth hole. I just think it's funny. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. No further comment. Yeah. Um, postseason seeding. Well, before we do that. I think we had like what, two teams that we disagreed on this whole time I, so far. I, I think so. That's what were nuts. your closest races per league? For my, for me, I had the Mets over the Phillies in that two, two and three slot, and then for the American League, putting the Angels at two over the Mariners for three. Yeah, that was tough. That was toughest for me in the AL. AL for me was probably was actually oddly enough like Rangers at three over, or I mean uh, Angels at three over Rangers, um, and then NL. I would say, I would say Phillies over Mets, just the opposite of what you had. Yeah, you know, Phillies at two, Mets at three. Those are my two, definitely tightest in in difficult decisions. But we'll see. I feel good about these predictions. Do you? I feel good about these these division predictions. I do too. I really do. Postseason or playoff seeding. Let's run through the AL real quick. Who are your from top to bottom? Who are your AL wild card picks? Where you start? I, I'm going off the list you sent me. So you're starting at four, like four, yeah, so five, six. Fourth, yeah, I, I put four, five, six for like their correlation to the American League. But yeah, wild card seed one, wild card seed two, wild card seed three. Top to bottom, who do you got? I have. Mariners as the top wild card spot. I then have the Blue Jays. I then have the Angels. Yeah. As the last wild card spot. It's a new day. In the AL. It's a new day. There's a new, there's a new reinvigorated fire inside of Mike Trout. Yeah. Um solid additions. I I think, you know, the the pitching is is still is what it is. It's maybe slightly better, but man, they have a lineup put together. So yeah, I think they can do it. I think they can do it. You like it? You're a fan? I like it. All right. I've got from top to bottom my first wild card for the AL. I got the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Second wild card, 
believe it or not, the White Sox. Okay. And then my third wild card team, the L.A., California, Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim, L.A., California. Bam. I like it, dude. It's Angels fans day. are getting fired up right now. I know they are. Hey, look. I, I know they're you, feeling good. They they waited. They waited. They yeah. they had to put up with the slander, <laughs> which it was this plenty. Is, it's one last ride. The one last Otani ride. There's just no way he's sticking around, right? No. No. Okay. Just wanted to double check. National League wildcard teams, top to bottom. I'll start us off here. I've got the Mets. Okay. Because I was, as we saw last year, like that's no indication of how I feel about the Mets. I still feel the same way about the Mets. Yeah. They can still make the postseason and still met. That's yeah. the beautiful thing about this game. I have a that's feeling a we have the same three teams. It's just the order of whatever it's in. Beautiful thing about the Mets. Uh, I've got the Mets, the Dodgers, and the Phillies. Yep. Same teams? Yeah. I have Dodgers, Phillies, Mets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you have... Div- so I have Dodgers as the top seed, um, second ah, okay. seed, or, or, or top uh, wild card spot, second spot going to the Phillies because I have them in second in the East. And then oh, I have true. the Mets yeah, yeah, yeah. third yeah. in the East as All the right. last spot. So and I think we, we talked about the Central just being a big gap, but it's yeah, not going to happen. I agree. Cool. American League pennant. Dude, don't t- please tell me that we have a different World Series matchup because, like, I at hope the so. very least, at the very least, <laughs> I think we do. Like, I think we I do. don't think we do. I don't think we do. We do. I don't think we do. No, we, do. we don't. All right, say it on three. American League pennant. One, two, three. The Mariners. Astros. Wow. Yeah. The Mariners. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. I think I think their rotation. Just being a year older, I think Logan Gilbert and and George Kirby, like they're in this, like n- they're gonna push over that next tier. They're gonna be really, really good. Luis Castillo is is Luis Castillo. The I love the addition of Colton Wong. I mean, Ooh, Julio a little full note. year, Teoscar Suarez is like the leader there. I mean, I just I like everything they're doing. I've got a little note about Luis Castillo later on in this episode. All right. Uh, yeah, Astros for me. It's just I. I told. I get you, it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not against I'm, that pick. I know it's. It's not the hottest take. It's really yeah. the cold. The probably the coldest, coldest take you could have. Coldest. It's so lukewarm, but I. I just. I'm over trying to like outsmart the system here. Like yeah. it's very clear that the Astros have shown that it doesn't matter who they lose. They're gonna. They're gonna patch it up and keep moving forward understandable and that's how winning is done understandable quote there for you uh national league pennant if you're going to the same team that i'm going with you've got a that's a sexy world series matchup but i don't know if you're going i don't know if you're taking this route I don't know. Should we say it on say three? Say it on again? three. One, two, three. The Padres. Padres. That's a sexy World Series I matchup. Know. Mariners, Padres. I know. It sounds Ooh. fun, right? 
That's ah, fun. Gets the juices going. That's fun right there. Yeah, ah. dude. But I mean, look, like we talked about already, the Padres just, they have so much firepower. So much firepower, dude. So much. I love Hassan Kim locking it down at second base. Cronenworth at first. It doesn't even matter what Trent Grisham and Aaron Nola do. Austin Nola do. Um, it, it's just do your thing. Like play solid defense. Come up with some clutch hitting every once in a while. The rest of this lineup will bop. Will bop. Stupid depth. The rotation. It, it's it's all there, dude. It's the the puzzle pieces are aligning. This is why they went and got Soto was to get a ring this year. I don't know if they re-sign him, but it was to go get this ring this year. That's the mentality. Everyone's in the same direction. So I have Padres taking it in seven. He wow. I have the Padres in seven over the Astros. <laughs> what? Unru- Unreal. We've never been here's this a, close on these. Never. Here's a quick question for you, though, that just came to my to my mind now that I, now that we're talking about it. Do you think that the Padres look at the Dodgers and the Yankees and and teams like that, throw the Giants into that mix, I guess, with this whole Shohei sweepstakes? And decide maybe they don't want to roll the dice on letting Soto go and missing also missing out on Shohei. Do you think maybe they proactively sign Sho, uh, Soto and say this is our guy? I just, just don't see how after just after the money that went out. I mean the the left side between Manny Xander right, well, and Tatis. Whoever gets them has so money is going out one way or another, whether it's sure. Soto or or Shohei. Yeah, because you just. You said, which I agree with you, that whoever picks up Shohei, if there is some sort of trade, immediately has to be followed by an extension. Just immediately. That's yeah. That's just how, how it has to go. So does, I don't know. Boris doesn't represent Shohei, does he? No. No. I no. I I honestly think there's zero percent chance that Soto gets an extension in season. It's not. I think there's a 0% chance. Boris wants to take this thing to free agency. That's fair. And he wants no, to remind I, everybody. And I, I would agree with you, but I'm just saying, if for whatever reason we get to that scenario where he does get traded mm-hmm. and a team wants to lock him down, it would have to be almost immediate yeah. after after the acquisition. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we got the postseason out of the way. Nate's got the Padres in seven over the Mariners. I've got the Padres in seven over the Astros. Moving along to the awards. Now, for the sake of time, we won't elaborate too much on on these picks. Yeah. Maybe maybe once we get down to the MVPs. But starting off here, American get, League Rookie of the Year. Why don't we go? Why don't we go? Comeback Player of the Year and Manager of the Year. Just get those okay. out of the way. Get those okay. out of the way. Comeback Player of the Year. Believe it or not, I've been documented on this very podcast for saying that I'm over this experiment. I'm done. But law of averages tells you that it can't possibly happen again in terms of injury, in terms of time missed. It just can't happen. I'm going for American League Comeback Player of the Year, 
Christopher Allen Sale. Oh, boy. And here's the thing. Here's the beautiful thing about this pick. He doesn't even have to go a full season healthy. He just needs to reach a minimum number of innings for whatever this qualification is. I tried have, to look like, it up. I couldn't find the qualification. Have like a well, it's not like an official. Yeah, I mean, it's not like an official award. Yeah, but he doesn't even. It's not like he he's not allowed to miss time in order to to right. achieve this mark here. He just has to give you a a semi Chris Sale season, and it's like one of it's one of those situations where like last year it was Verlander. Mm-hmm. You get you get the talent on the field, healthy for an extended period of time, it's almost unfair. Yeah. All they have to do is just go out and be themselves. They don't right. have to like right. take it up another level. They just be who they are talent-wise, right. and it's a lock. So if Chris Sale can give you a little bit of a glimpse into what he used to be able to do, it's it's his award to lose. It's All right. His distinguish, uh, same, same ideology, stealing everything you just said for Tyler Glass now. AL Comeback Player of the Year. That's a great pick, and I would have gone that that route. I just don't know. I mean, we just got done talking about like time and everything. I just don't know if he's if if there's any like sort of derailment with with his yeah. his uh, rehab process. I just I I worry that he I think if he get as if he's time. if he's back by like June and can make twenty three starts, I think he qualifies. And my I don't know what the qualifications are, but. I think Fair that's enough. enough. I think that's enough. Fair enough. Uh, National League Comeback Player of the Year. The same logic. We're this is, it's really just an. Uh, I wonder an if we're the same on this. I think we probably are. Same logic applies for Nano Tatis Jr. No, different, different. On really? This. Yeah. What do you got? I think there's too much stink. Too much stink to give it, and and it's like the Comeback Player of the Year. Can it go to someone that? had you know what i mean well i mean he was hurt so it's not like he got he was he was fine he was playing and then all of a sudden he gets suspended and misses time like i think people do remember like the whole reason he got suspended in the first place is because he was trying to expedite his rehab process but you know how tatis is dude he's a charming guy whether people like him or not He's charming. He has the ability to kind of win you over. And if he goes out there, keeps his mouth shut, but at the same time plays like the way he's capable of playing and plays in his style, Mm -hmm. he's going to make some people forget about it. Not everybody, but I think enough people that he'd be able to to get this title. That's fair. I have an under-the-radar pick. I wasn't sure how under-the-radar you were going to go. Our boy Mike Soroka. Oh, that's a very good pick. Yeah. Very good yeah. pick indeed. Same logic with the with the Chris Sale stuff. Like, I mean, th- this guy's just dealt with some fluke stuff, but it seems like he is he's back. Yes, he's starting in the minor league system just to to get fully back for the start of the year, but I do think he comes up. And yeah, gimme give gimme give old Soroka. Speaking of Braves arms, shout out to our guy Jared Schuster. Not a lot of people remember that we interviewed him back in the day, yeah. like shortly after the draft. He's get he made the opening day roster. Nice. So shout out, shout Let's out go. Jared, man. Let's go. A good dude, good dude there. Uh manager of the year, American League. I'm gonna preface this by saying 
I think our definition of a manager of the year and what these writers go with as American as as manager of the year, mm-hmm. two completely different concepts, two completely different ideologies. Yeah. My more often than not, my picks aren't winning divisions. Okay. My yeah. picks, my approach to this to this award is a guy who takes a team who's not exactly likely to end up in a certain position, takes the team and gets to said position. Okay. Writers don't look, and I looked at the the history uh, of of recent winners of of these awards, and they just go with kind of more like shoe in picks, mm-hmm. more division yeah, winning. I agree. Managers, and they're like, there's a certain pedigree of manager that they 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 go with. It's the guys that like are more well known that have yeah. been around the league for a while that just happen to to win that division. But yeah. for me, American League Manager of the Year because they're taking the team that they have, who's been one of the one of the few laughing socks of baseball of years past. And I'm of the belief that they snag a wild card spot. I'm going Phil Nevin Dude. of the Los Angeles, California Angels of Anaheim, Same LA. Right here. Same written down right here. Well, this will make this will make defending ourselves a lot easier this year That's because true. we can just kind of we can like defend each other. Off one another. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna defend yeah. one another here. That'll that'll be easy in the comments. Yep. Yeah, but um, I think I mean, and that's just it's a baseball name, right? He's been around the game for a long time. I think he's he's gotten this opportunity, and and it, it's maybe he's writing he's writing on the backs of of two superstars to this award. But either way, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I have the same NL. Um, to be completely transparent, I chose my awards before I did my postseason predictions so going against what you just mentioned before um i had bob melvin as uh as nl manager of the year i think i mean he is a a truly really really good manager truly truly knows what he's doing so that is a little bit of that shoe-in vote that i think will be yeah that ties to what the writers like to do yeah yeah that's fair uh, again, I know neither of my picks are actually going to win the award, even if they go on to have great years based on where I have. Like, if they go on to do what I'm predicting them to do, mm-hmm. they're not going to win the award just because it's not it's not a sexy of enough finish. Yeah. But again, because I have them taking a leap and, and outperforming expectations by a long shot, okay. I, I would think. I'm going Tori Lavello with the D-backs. Okay. I don't hate it. I think he got votes last year, didn't he? One, yeah, recently. I don't know yeah. if it was last year or the year before, but he got, He's got, he votes. got votes. Yeah. I see it. I understand. I like that. And again, I know it's hard to give a manager who finishes like third in the division or wherever. I ha- yeah, but it third is. In the yeah. Division. It's big. a big step forward. This is, I'll just say that this is the, the Kyle Corwin Manager of the Year award. Because my 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 voting process is a lot different than that of the writers. Yeah. <laughs> American League Rookie of the Year. Moving right along here. I mean, I'm all in on the buzz. Anthony Volpe, baby. Let's go. All in. Dude is just like, he's doing and saying all the right stuff. I love it. He is he's wanted this since birth. 
I don't, I'm not going to be one of the fans that puts the Jeter pressure on him, but it is one of these, these stories that like, you know, you grow up a Yankees fan, you're in Jersey, you want to be a Yankee. He wants to be here. He's busted his tail. I saw a tweet this morning that after the call up today, he is 100% the first person at camp dressed, ready to go without anyone else there yet. This guy wants it. He is going to outwork everybody to this award. Stop. I hate that I love this so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate yes. that I love this so much. Yes. Every time hate- you see him, dude, every time you see him, he's just taking in information. Anytime he's around people, Willie Randolph, CeCe, Reggie Jackson, like whoever Stop. he's around, he is just absorbing. Stop. I don't want to like him. Okay. It's coming. I was already I was already hey, losing look, it a little bit allowed, over the call-up video. You'll you're allowed one guy. I openly no. talk about how I can't help but like Alex Verdugo. That's fair. It's just I it's out of my control at this point. This can be your one guy. It just feels wrong though. It feels wrong. Like I was getting emotional <laughs> me, over his call, over his call-up video, dude. I it know, just feels man. wrong. And his family right out there, like he walks out of the into the dugout and they're just sitting. Man, let's go. Speaking of Red Sox, I'm going with the guy that just showed out during the WBC. I'm going Masataka Yoshida. I like it. I like it. There's going to be Not good. much explanation needed. No. Dude. The guy is, a, he's going to be an on base machine. Smooth and I think swing, he, too. The numbers, I think the numbers that he puts up this year offensively are just going to be so hard to debate anybody else because I just feel like it's going to be across the board. I feel like the power is going to be there. I feel like the average is going to be there. The, mm-hmm. the, potential speed's going to be there mm-hmm. like it's just i think the whole package is going to be there right out of the gate national league rookie of the year uh are we going same here i don't i don't think so no i don't think so i'm going i'm big on the d-backs this year man i'm okay. going corbin carroll okay i had a feeling mine's a little more under the radar but i like your pick i like that pick I, I always um I think there's definitely an advantage to those guys that like get some time the year before but don't qualify for this award like they didn't play yeah. enough and then this is their official rookie year so I like that pick my pick um you talked about guys being in the clubhouse that maybe in specifically at this position that were maybe possibly a little standoffish, a little don't talk to me, I'm a lead by example kind of guy. I have Kodai Sanga with the Mets. That's a great pick. Getting rookie rookie of the year. I think Verlander being there and and having like DeGrom and Scherzer are two like it's, you know, don't talk to me like I'm doing my thing. True. True. So That's I think a good point. Verlander is that like that veteran voice that is open to sharing, open to talking about different things. So I think that's going to be a big help. Um, so yeah, give me Kodai Senga. That is a great point. Good, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because in my head, I'm immediately going, well, don't forget about Scherzer. But then you take into account just the way he approaches the game. Right. Not to say that he's like, not that he's not helpful. Yeah. But like, I could, I could very much see how Verlander would, would be more willing to right. to bring him on with open arms I right. guess. Um that's a good point. Um Cy Young. I'm dude, I am 
wow, I didn't realize it until I just looked at it on paper, but I am really big on this on this team this year. I don't know why. Okay. American League Cy Young. Not not this team. <laughs> um Framber Valdez. Okay. Dude. Lights out in the postseason. Lights out. Well, is very easily transitioning into that ace role. I like it. That's solid. Some of these these picks just aren't as as spicy as I'd like, but I I'm yeah. really just trying to go with the more common sense pick. This these year. picks aren't spicy at all for me. These aren't no. yeah. These aren't no. that hot. My hot takes are hotter, but these aren't that hot. Um, I have Al Cy Young, uh, a man that's going to join a short list of people that have done it. Twinning uh, a uh, Cy Young in both leagues. Jacob DeGrom will transfer over and win a Cy Young. Uh, no. But a little built in trivia. He would be the sixth guy. Can you name the other five? You won't get Gaylord Perry. So I'll just get rid of that one for you. That was actually going to be my first guess. Was it really? Thank No. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Um,. Wow. Oh boy. Dude, I sorry, I was in the mindset of like getting us through this for the sake of time, and then you're just like, skirt, pump the brakes, let's stop and name the guys who've won a Cy Young in both leagues. So I'm just not even in this mindset. Who do you got? Let me hear him. Roger Clemens. Okay. That's an easy one. Yep. Roy Halliday. Yep. Randy Johnson. Pedro. Real okay. I should have known that. I Max definitely Scherzer. should have known that. Yeah. Man. So. Yeah. He'll be uh he'll be an elite company if he yeah. if he pulls that off. I don't see it happening. I don't see the the health. Uh, I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah, you know, I why not? I had to shake things up. I feel like everything else I've said is somewhat predictable. So why not? Fair enough. Uh, National League Cy Young. I was real high on this guy I'm last year. Super high on this one, dude. Oh, do we have the same one? It's getting me real excited. Tell me we don't have the same Cy Young for the National League. I told you I was high on this team this year based on uh, my picks already. Well, but first, first name of or first letter of first name. Z. Okay, we're good. Okay, okay, we're good. My National League Cy Young for the year 2023, Zach Gallon. Wow, man. Wow. That's I one like, of like my this random Diamondback love. You take one trip out to Arizona and you're just you fully, take one to, you, you know, you fall in board. love with everything except the park because <laughs> the park is a hot tin of trash. Oh man. I like it. I have uh just the dude, the coolest guy ever, I think. Joe Musgrove. Cy Young on the NL side. That's a great pick, dude. I was I'm I'm real big. And I said at the end of last year, I said if there's a guy that like I'm gonna get on board with next year, meaning mm-hmm. this year. It's him. Yeah. I'm a big I'm a big Musgrove guy. I'm I like him. To, I'm gonna try to snag him in fantasy too. 
wild the amount of trades that have happened before for before <laughs> first pitch of opening hours, day has been nuts i've made four in, trades alone just I by think me I've made three or four yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic i'm all about it um all right mvps you're going five through one right you're working your way up five through one let's start uh american league and we'll keep it like somewhat quick here. These are not super out of. They're not, dude. Yeah, they're, but like, we're pretty... getting to the point where the the cream just rises to the I to know the, the top every time. I know every season, and it it's becoming more and more of an idiotic take to go with anybody outside of that because the the talent pool is just growing. And these guys are in their yet, prime. Right, and that's what I'm saying. The, the the talent pool is growing. There's more names to pull from for sure, but you still have this elite core where it's like if you if you leave them off, it's like uh, I don't. Why would you do that? Right. Although I will say there probably are a couple names here that I left off just because hmm. you can't put everybody on that sure. list. But sure. With that said, working my way up here, I did sprinkle in a couple names, not just to be random. But, you know, to spice things up a little bit, but also because I believe that they're going to have a, a a year worthy of getting them maybe a, a vote or, or two. Mm-hmm. Number five, Wander Franco. Okay. That's a shakeup name. That's a shakeup name. Number four, Rafael Devers. Not a shakeup no. name. Number th- Well, he was my MVP last year preseason. So dropping him down to four. Yeah. Uh, number three, Jordan Alvarez. Number two, for the first time since I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, 1990, we're going to have two teammates finish one, two in the American League MVP voting Number two, Mike <laughs> Trout. Number one, Shohei Otani. Mike Trout, I've, I've, I'm done. I've had enough of the slander. I've had enough of my own Mike Trout slander. No more. Enough, enough about the health talk. Enough about the does he care talk. You and I saw a whole new Mike Trout in Arizona this month. This dude is going to come out playing with his hair on fire. broken out of his shell, dude. He's out of his shell now. broken out of his shell. He's designing a golf course in his free time because he can. Because he got the bag for it, too. Although the jokes kind of write themselves there. It's like, oh, he's just setting himself up for October in a nice little cushy golf course. But, hey, I'm not making that joke. That's just what I'm hearing. That's just what I'm hearing. But Mike Trout has had enough. Yep. He's had enough. Although... It's not going to be enough to overtake Shohei, but for the first time since 1990, one, two in the MVP in the MVP voting. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, I'm just going to cruise through five through three, five Jose Ramirez, four Jordan Alvarez, three Aaron Judge. Same ideology one and two, but I have it switched. Mike Trout is going to have the Best offensive year of his career. Wow. He is going to blow up and he's going to do so much that even Shohei is not going to be able to overshadow his season. But I also have Shohei too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
I love it. National League working our way up five to one. I'm going to go, you know, I've been on the fence about our guy, but I think, you know, he made headlines earlier this offseason for a good reason, shaking things up a little bit with the video game world. I'm going Jazz Chisholm I like at it. five. Okay. Get some MVP votes there. Okay. Number four, Team USA, third baseman. I'm going Nolan Arnato. Number three, I'm agreeing with some uh, folks who've already mentioned this in the listener hot take section. I'm going Matt Olson going to get some MVP votes. Mm. I'm not putting him at the top. Going to get some votes. Coming in at number three. Number two, the guy I think we talked about paradigm shifts last episode. Just completely different outlooks. You don't even know what I'm going to say. I think I do. Who am I going to say? Just go ahead. No, tell me who I'm going to say. I think it's Trey Turner. Trey Turner at number two, baby. Let's go. Which Trey means, Turner is going to have Which a means I know year. you have who, somebody at one. So we have the same one, too. Again. Who's your number one? Juan Soto. Juan Soto. To be fair, to give myself <laughs> credit here, to shield myself from like any, any criticism... You can ask me, I was telling people out in Arizona and even like, obviously before this, but I, I I was having conversations with people when we were out in Arizona and I said, I think this is finally. So for the same reasons you were sharing earlier, yeah, this is finally going to be the year that he, that he locks in and dials in because while he's been great up to this point, like if you're going to be in the conversation of like all time greats, you're going to need to, I know it's going to blow some people's minds you're gonna to have to kick it up even another gear i know and i think this is finally the year for him to do it yeah i agree and it's gonna culminate with an mvp and you have just the stacked lineup that i mean he was doing this stuff in in washington without any protection right now being in san diego you have these guys surrounding you you know balls have to be put in the strike zone so he's gonna do his thing that's crazy five i have austin riley Four Nolan, three I actually have Acuna, so two Braves in the top fives, and then Trey Turner at two, Juan Soto at one. That's Love just that. insane. This I've ne- we've never had predictions like this that are this similar. We've been spending too much time around one. I another. think so. Crap. Having too many having too many conversations about this season. Insane, dude. We're gonna hear about it in the comments. Like, why'd you even I know. why'd you even do separate picks? I wouldn't even clowns? put two posts out, dude. <laughs> it wouldn't even Honestly, we yeah. There's really no sense. Like, why why put myself through the extra trouble of seriously making two? Just put one out. I mean, Just I guess you can change the take. Seriously. I guess you can change like the postseason situation, but even that has the same outcome. Yeah, because if you think about it, the graphics that I make, I don't, I don't for like these races and standing and stuff. I don't put one through fives. I just yeah. put like who we have at the top. And yeah. so, really, the only places I feel like we really disagreed were like in those two through five. I know there people aren't even going to see it. They're just going to be like, "Well, this was a waste <laughs> of my time." But hey, that, I mean, we didn't talk about this before the episode. This is just how it, how it happened. 
here's uh here's where we could differ hot takes this is where i get creative i think you get creative and and i, I just there's no way that we're going to be the same on this no but i think before we do that we'll run through the rest of our listener hot takes real quick yeah as long as they don't cross over mine all right samuel says bobby witt jr has a better sophomore year than j-rod Ooh. Dom- Dominic says, ready for the youth movement, excited for all young players. Not necessarily a hot take, but that's a sentiment I can get behind, dude. Mm-hmm. Baseball, we've t- we talked about it at WBC, dude. Yep. Baseball is at a beautiful, beautiful place right now. And if they if they do it right, they can make this game even better than it is right now. And that's that's saying something because we're already we've already seen some some incredible stuff. Um Anthony says between both Easts, meaning both AL and NL East, there will be seven playoff teams. Whoa, what? <laughs> that's, that's nuts. So we're saying four from one division and yeah. three from another? So my guess is that he has... The, either the Orioles or the, or the Red Sox. Oh, yeah, it's true. He's a Red Sox or like fan. Out of the East. Yeah making it in or no it's got to be the east it's got to be the east. He, he wouldn't put the marlins in i don't think so so top three out of the national league east and then top four out of the american league east that's a lot interesting that is a lot he also says lucas giolito will headline a st louis staff in the playoffs i saw that dude oh i like that fit i just i'm not sure if the white Sox will be that out of it That'd be sick, though. I like that fit a lot. That is... Boy, oh boy. That is solid. Um, Where are we at here? Ian says Jeffrey Springs will win AL Cy Young. The kid's a stud, for sure. That is bold. That's bold. I don't know if he's got enough in the tank to, yeah. to pull a Cy Young, but... yeah. They, they, they breed them well down there in St. Pete. Yeah. Um, usage usage well. is going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you gotta have the, guys. you gotta have the numbers to match up against all the other big guys in the AL. Yeah. Ricky says Cody Bellinger has an MVP season in Chicago. Also the Yankees don't make the postseason. Sorry, Nate. Super, super hot. I, this is where we were a few years ago. So I get it. You want to make a splash. You want to be spicy with your hot takes. But sometimes it just gets silly. I mean, I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's not my pick. Don't <laughs> don't don't come after the messenger. Uh Shia says Braves outclass the rest of the NL East. Caleb says Kyle will start to like the pitch clock. <laughs> Jury's still out that on is that a one. hot take. That Cameron, is the says, <laughs> Cameron says Rays outperform the Blue Jays. Farhan says Arizona and Diamondbacks are going to the postseason. All right. I, I like that. I'm all in on D. Let's go D backs, huh? How about it? Logan says Otani wins the Cy Young and the MVP. Ooh. That's that's that spicy. Would be a, that would be a season. 
Thomas says Blue Jays win the American League. Luke says Eloy Jimenez or Jimenez wins the Hank Aaron Award. Mm. I don't feel like we've ever had a mention of the Hank Aaron Award on here. I like that. Probably should mix that in a little bit, huh? Well, well, I mean, we get you know, we get MVP. We get, yeah, yeah, we, we get a lot. We get, we get all the all those other awards. Uh, Steve O says Yankees stay in contention with Rodon out and get another number two at the deadline and extend. Hmm. I don't hate it. I do not hate it. And lastly here, Liam says the Blue Jays win the AL East after a killer off season. There are your right. listener picks, listener takes. Not bad. Um, before we close out with our general slash storyline hot takes, uh, just a few over unders here that I want to get your take on because I know we got to get out of here. We'll cruise through them. Over under a hundred plus win teams. Last year we had the Dodgers, Astros, Braves, and Mets. I set the over under at three and a half. Under. Different schedule this year. Playing your division less, I think that plays a role. So I'm going to say under. I like that. 50-plus homer guys. I'm but it's probably going to be three. Probably right at Fair. that three. Yeah. 50-plus homer guys. I'm setting the over over under at one and a half. Last year, Aaron Judge was the only guy at 62. We did have a few guys in the 40s, though. Under. Over. Switched it. It's over. Hey, Give me the over. There we go. Yeah. Give me the home runs. 300 uh, strikeout guys. I'm setting the over under at a half. Garrett Cole last year came the closest at 257. Take into account the possible stress induced by the pitch clock this year. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like there's going to be long-term effects here on pitchers. Yeah. Do with that info as you will. Yeah. Under, I do think... Um... Yeah, I do think the the shift, the banning of the shift adjusts those things as well. So I'm gonna just say, the way guys go after just, guys. Yeah, like play. the the approach between both pitchers and hitters. I think it it just it opens things up and, and gets a little normal again. So I'm gonna say yeah. under. Fair. Uh, thirty thirty guys. Last guy to do it, as I mentioned early in the episode, Cedric Mullins did it in 2021 at. Quite literally 30-30. I'm pretty sure he finished exactly 30-30. Uh, I'm going to set the over under at one and a half. And keep in mind the new bases this year. I unfortunately have that as one of my hot takes. So I ah, said... Okay, we'll skip past it. Let's ignore right. it. We'll skip past <laughs> it. We'll skip past it. Uh, games ending on a pitch... Last one here. Games ending on a pitch clock violation... <laughs> assuming the rule remains for the ninth inning we haven't heard otherwise but it would just be classic manford fashion to drop rule adjustments the day before opening day yeah but assuming it stays for the ninth inning i'm gonna set the over under two and a half i'll say under but it is gonna be more than one i think it's at two and i think that there the rules the rules that we have now won't go past april i think there will be some adjustments specifically I want to say the elimination of the pitch clock in at least the ninth, maybe the eighth and ninth. You like the drama that builds up in the late innings. You can't just rob the drama. 
That is where baseball is born, are those dramatic moments. You got to build it up. You got to build it up. So I think that does go away. But yeah, I think give me two games. So I'll take the under, but give me two games ending on that. We got to get you out of here, don't we? Get a haircut. You ready for hot takes? We got to get you out of here. Let's let's keep it quick. Uh, just wanted to throw a little love to my tw- one of my 2022 uh, storyline hot storyline hot takes. I copied and pasted. So this is verbatim what I said last year. Okay. I said after leading the league in losses in 2021, Lucas or Luis Castillo, whether it be with the Reds or someone else, will have a Lucas Giolito esque return to being an All Star caliber arm. Luis Castillo in the year 2022 was an All Star. Look at that. Just going to go ahead and solid put that out there. And I also said Pujols and Mickey. We're going to hit 20 plus. Pujols yeah. got 20 plus. So anyway, I, what I do think you got? I had a hot take that was right a couple of years ago when I said Judge would play. You did. Over yeah. 120 games or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So that, that felt good. All right. Well, I guess we already kind of leaked one of them. I said that we will have at least three 30-30 guys. Wow. At least right. three bigger bases, like you said. The two names that immediately come to mind are Seti Mullins and Byron Buxton. So at least three. I like that. I feel like yours are a little better than mine. Kind of like last year, where you weren't all that thrilled about yours. I yeah, it's tough, man. There's just like them. a lot, a lot of a lot of yeah. moving parts this year. I don't I just couldn't come up with anything yeah. all that great. But I'm, I already mentioned it. I'm real high on Mike Trout this year. For the second time in seven years, Mike Trout will have played over 135 games. All right. I like that. That's solid. That's solid. I, I just think stuff. we're going to see a different Mike Trout this year. I really do. All right. All right. Do you like This is a little shout out to us. And if you haven't listened to him, go back and listen to him. At least two of the guys we interviewed will win player of the month this year. You got Yaz, Michaelis, Bobby Ooh. Witt. Ooh, yes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? T-Mac, Zach Plesak. You get to the point in the season late enough, Liam Hendricks might even come uh-huh. back and just light it up. So at least two of those guys will win player of the month. I love that little plug. You got you like new that. listeners going, these guys talked with those guys? Uh-huh. We sure did. I like that. Sure I like did. a lot. Um, former MVPs, Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich. For some reason in my head, I just I linked those two guys together because they had such falls from grace. Yeah. And I think a lot of people mix that they they pair those two together, myself included. I say former MVPs Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich bounce back in major ways in 2023. Excellent. Excellent. Is this the last one? Is this your hottest take? Yeah, you're not going to agree with it, but for me, it's, I mean, I think a lot of people would be I wanna, shocked to hear it. I want to end the episode on mine. That's fair. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll come in with my third one. Because I like this. This is my favorite one. I Hey, I'll, I'm excited for it. My third hot take Storyline hot take is Aaron Judge has a massive, massive homer hangover. <laughs> Finishing in the 30s. All right. 
And I know, I'll still take I know, that. <laughs> I, I, yes, I know. And people go, well, of course you included, you said it. Well, of course he's not going to hit 60 plus again. Yeah. But like you would, you would like to think a guy like judge could, could at least break 40. I don't have that happening. I have him finishing in the thirties. That's fair. That's fair. You ready to end everything? Because this is going to be the cherry on top. I'm excited for this one. What do you got? With all the efforts on making games shorter, the baseball gods will grant us with the longest game ever played this year. Really? Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to get. With the pitch clock and the extra inning runner the rule? longest game we've ever played. Baseball gods do they not like a, these changes. They have a they weird have a way of, of humbling everyone. Rob Manfred is not above being humbled. Baseball gods will come in and lay the law. Wow. That's pretty hot. Wow. Wow. Pretty hot. I can't huh? wrap I can't wrap my head around that happening, just given all of the legislation they've they've introduced to this game. But like I said, baseball gods have a they have a funny sense of humor sure at do. times. So sure I could very much see that happening. That's that's incredible. It's Cherry a good on one top. to end it on. Told you. We got to get you out of here. I, I don't want to make you any later than you're probably already going to be. Um, so that'll that'll put a bow on it. 2023 Hot Takes episode in the books. Hot, well, it was more Off of a predictions episode. Books. It was not not many hot takes. Not more of a predictions many. episode this year. <laughs> yeah. But That's hopefully right. hopefully the baseball gods, they surprise, them with, they surprise us with some some things yeah. that uh, make, make this a little more interesting. So yep. we'll see. Yep. We did it, guys. All the way through it. Off season is over. Thursday, Christmas morning. We got all we ever wanted. I love it. It's the best. You got one rule this this year, guys. One rule only. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love y'all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.